Osiris. Hi, this is Mimi with Fruition, and the podcast you are listening to is part of the Osiris Network. Osiris is creating a community that connects people like you with podcasts and live experiences about artists and topics you love. Sign up for the newsletter at OsirisPod.com to stay in the loop. So big update: the dryer is still working. Well, that's good. I, you know, it's I've I've lit and lit and I've lit a candle for it uh, nearly every night since we talked about it. Um, I, um, that may be the that may be the key because I think so. There's a, there were a couple days there it was a little touch and go. It felt like it was maybe making it a little noise, a little little too noisy, but mm-hmm. it seems to have settled into its uh, its routine. So we're good. Very good, successful fix. I know everybody wanted to. Everybody wanted to know. Um, you know, those that made it through uh, the story. Congratulations, last time. They wanted to know. They just don't want to hear for. They just don't want to stick around for existential dread this episode. Which no existential dread. Yeah, but guarantee no existential dread tonight. So, uh, speaking of the coronavirus and tornadoes <laughs> ripping through East Nashville. <laughs> Um, <laughs> great and awful segue. Uh, okay, so here's here's what we have going on uh, this episode, which is number ninety nine. Um, hard to believe we're almost there. Um, so we've got a special guest this episode, and we're also going to run through the Beacon shows, uh, which is like, I mean, this may be our quickest one of our quickest turnarounds, if I can get this edited uh, and out, I mean, like within a week, I think that's a, that may be a record. I'm not sure. Um, So um, nearly real time here at the bluest tape. We're normally uh, 20, 20 to 25 years in the past. And now we're just a week. Um, But uh, yeah, just sort of, you know, kind of do a, do a level reset because it's been a while since we talked. So obviously uh, coronavirus is, is, you know, rapidly being detected here as we record this on Sunday, March 8th. Um, I had a work trip canceled uh, to Washington, D.C. because of the conference was canceled. So um, there's that going on. How everything in Memphis, we're not, no, no shutdowns, right? The Stacks Museum of Soul Music still, still welcoming visitors? For now, yes, of course. Um, they, I think they detected the first case in Memphis just yes or today. Um, and, it wasn't uh, a it wasn't a Memphis basketball player, was it? No, definitely, okay. not. definitely. That not. would seem like pretty, you know, typical of the season that your <laughs> next best player would have been caught the coronavirus. <laughs> That's right. First player, third player, so the second player, which I guess that would be, be precious. precious. Sadly, yeah. precious is amazing. He, and, um, but no, uh, coronavirus. Stax is open for business, but I think all of us in the tourism industry are. Lighting lighting a candle again to ensure that this gets dealt with before tourism season starts here in the in the mid south. So not good, definitely not good. So yeah, we had epidemics or pandemics in waiting, and stock market collapse, and North Korea firing off missiles, and yeah. what else? What else have I missed? Um, other tornadoes in East Nashville and tornadoes, other parts of yeah. Tennessee, which terrible. 
Um, one of the things that is my parents are both retired now. And given that we do live 10 hours from where they live, it doesn't, it makes sense that they do this, but they really, they're really up to date on Tennessee weather. Oh yeah. That's so that's good. Not just Memphis weather, but like all of Tennessee. And it's, I have to remind them a lot that Tennessee is like seven and a half hours across. (laughs) (laughs) And so if something's in Nashville, even though weather does tend to move from West to East, doesn't necessarily mean it affected us so but again they're 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 just you know they care and uh but there was a text message at early the morning of the the tornadoes like you guys okay down there so um yeah so it's always a uh they're paying attention but then they need some they need a geography lesson i think um and since we've last uh spoken we've both seen some some live music do you want to uh share your you were uh, you were in in music city right i was uh i saw the third second night of the tedeschi trucks run at the ryman that, that was just three was that a three night yeah started their um four month hiatus before they come back for Wheels of Soul in June. Uh, with I don't Saint feel Paul like that quite bone. qualifies. That doesn't quite qualify as a, a hiatus, four months. I mean, well, it seems that's like... A, that's a, I would say that's hiatus. Because, well, it's a hiatus for them because they've not taken a break that long. I don't think yeah. since the bands existed. So, um, But thanks for questioning my choice of words well, uh, no, i mean maybe the band calls it that it just seems yeah. like i mean it seems like panic would take a four-month break every year even when they were in their prime touring sure eras so. um but they'll be back in june but before and derek is headed to new york for uh which will be the t- tuesday that two days from now when we're recording yeah. this for the 50th anniversary or not the 50th anniversary, but the, uh, um, Almond brothers, uh, tribute at Madison square garden, which is supposedly the last time that these, this group of people will get together and play these songs. So that'll be cool. Our good friend, Bob, I think will be a guest finally, and he will be our correspondent, uh, telling oh, us nice. about it, you know, and we'll share it with you some 47 to 56 days following the event, I'm sure. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, but no, Tedeschi Trucks is great as usual. Uh, sat upstairs for the first set and then moved downstairs for the second set. And they were pretty, they were on as they seem to always be. Um, mm-hmm. And Derek just keeps getting better and, and better and better. I really like the um, the new additions to the band. Obviously, never want to lose a band member to to you know, the way that they lost Kofi Burbridge. Um, but the new guy, Gabe Dixon's fantastic. Um, multi-instrumentalist and he'll actually be opening for Tedeschi trucks and St. Paul on the wheels of souls tour. So he'll be doing double, double duty, all of those shows. Um, he's great. The new bass player, who's just this young kid, um, this is very good as well. And so they're, they're a tight band right now. And it's fun. You know, those, those shows are, are always interesting because there's, a lot of you know older Allen Brothers fans, and and then there's a lot of guitar hero, guitar god folks there too. Um, but I, that which is fine as long as they're not at Joe Bonamassa, I'm okay with that. So, <laughs> um, were those the same guys that were with them this past summer? Yes, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Since Kofi passed, and then Tim Lefevre um, left the band, and of course we talked about he's in the new version of the Black Crows. 
And that so that was like two two days before the tornadoes, right? Yeah, you it was there. Saturday, and it happened early Tuesday morning. So. Yeah. Um, well, I've been. I went to a couple shows. I saw. Um, Tyler Childers and Sturgill Simpson uh, at Rupp Arena on their tour, um, which I think was a pretty special night for both those guys being um, Kentuckians that, uh, you know, in a lot of ways cut their teeth in in Lexington playing much smaller venues (laughs) than Rupp Arena. So um, so that was pretty cool. It was fun. Tyler was great. And Sturgill was um, Sturgill, you know what I mean? Like it was just out there and – it was good. I enjoyed it. There were definitely folks there that did not. I mean, it <laughs> certainly weren't there. Certainly I didn't hear anybody like booing and there wasn't like a, uh, and Moss departure as soon as he came out. Mm-hmm. But two things that I noticed, one was, um, it was definitely, the crowd was thinner at the end of the night than it was at the start of Sturgill set. Mm-hmm. And looking around the, the the stands, we were down on the floor looking around the stands. You saw a lot of folks during his like rowdy uh, sounded fairy segment. Um, a lot of a lot of people getting down, and a lot of people standing with their arms folded or sitting. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, apparently, my neighbor told me that uh, somebody close to him was you know yelling out, "This ain't country music." And I would to him, I would say, have you heard a Sturgill record in the last 10 years? <laughs> it's amazing how, you know, it's happening. It's happening all over, whether it's politics or it's actual or it's sound. Right. It's, you're not you're not paying attention to what's going on. Yeah. So but anyway, it was fun. I think a lot of people had a good time. So that was good. Um and then a week or so later, we went up to uh, Louisville and saw the Railroad Earth Band. Mm-hmm. Um, they played at, it was like the Mercury Lounge, I think, which is right there next to the Palace uh, in downtown Louisville. And that was fun. I always enjoy myself at the sh- at their shows. Um, you know, I think, wow, oh, they put out a good show. And they, I was looking at their like set list stuff and they, I mean, they are, they, they have, a pretty deep catalog. I think they probably play 150, 200 songs. And, um, and they're definitely, you know, every night they don't repeat songs, you know, night to night. And, uh, you know, they, I think most of their songs on, you know, three to five show rotations, which is, which is cool. Definitely. You know, I've seen them, I think four times and, you know, every show has been different, which is cool. Yeah. So nice. Yeah. And, um, so that's good. And then I wanted to note, I don't know if we'll get this out. I guess we won't probably get it out beforehand. So, but that brother, the uh, brother show at Madison Square Garden has got a live stream. So if you wanted to watch the video, it's a pay-per-view. Yeah. Um, so uh, <laughs> you're like, yeah, that's a deal breaker for yeah. me. Nope. Not going to pay for it. Why would I pay for anything now? I, I, I did see that. There's two options. Well, I'll ask a dumb question. There's an HD option and there's a 4K option. Uh-huh. That that's like better than HD, correct? That's like the next thing of uh, HD. You would maybe watch on your computer, and 4K you'd watch on your fancy TV. Is that what would happen? Um, yeah. So CDs are better quality than cassette tapes. <laughs> okay. All right. It's not. It's not quite there. It's not, but yeah, no. It's about uh, twice the resolution. Oh um, wow. Okay. But you would need a, a, a 4K television which yeah. you know most of the t- the tv sold in the last few years are and um you would need a, a source you know a, an apple tv 
4K or a Fire Stick 4K that is capable of streaming 4K content. Um, you know, so that's I don't, you know, have, so, I, I don't have any. And of you those would things. also right, and you would also need more than dial-up internet. So, O for three for Jeff. O for three. Um, all right, so. Um, Widespread Panic just completed a five-night residency, I guess. Does that qualify? You do five nights in a row. That's more than a run, right? That's a residency? Yes, five is a residency. Okay. And, I mean, it probably helps that it's at the Beacon, which is a place that has held many residencies. So mm-hmm. it's sort of pre pre uh, disposed to, to say, a Beacon residency. But um, did five nights, no repeats. Um, so I figured um, – we were kind of just, you know, I don't know, we we're gonna like read off every single song, but kind of run through the uh, the shows. Uh, and you know, I don't know if you have anything to to chime in, Jeff, but we can kind of um, get through them, and then we'll we'll play a little bit. But um, so they start things off on uh, February twenty seventh, which is um, actually my dad's birthday, so that was kind of cool. And um, open the whole run with a porch song, which is. Uh, I mean, that's, that's pretty fitting. I, don't, I mean, I don't know. You could argue that there are any songs that are better than that to start off a run. Would you, if you could, if you could have, you know, if they gave you the pen, uh, the, the Sharpie and the, and the piece of paper. Maggot brain. I'm always going to choose. I'm always <laughs> going to choose maggot brain. Harry. Right. Okay. Fair enough. Um, but yeah, no, I think that's a good, it's a good start. And then, um, I mean, really, Port Song, Rebirtha, Greta, Stop, Go uh, is sort of the one, two, three, four punch. And um, each one of those songs kind of has gets legs. You know, the Port Song is jammed out. And then, um, you know, Rebirtha and Greta are generally pretty good vehicles. And then the Stop, Go, which I find to be a a good sign of the band that when, they, when they're stretching out Stop, Go in the first set, you know, um, mm-hmm. they're in pretty good place, right? Yeah. It's, so, and again, I think the the big thing of the handful of things that jumped out, the big one to me was the return of the widespread panic set list circa, you know, 2002 on back Mm. in terms of structure and format for the show. Uh, one, two, three. So nine song first sets and depending eight on second set the first night, but you know, about an hour and change first set about a 75 to 85 90 minute second set and then a two song encore every night they just yeah. same format so it was interesting to see that come back and part of that was i'm sure self-preservation i mean if you're playing sure. five nights in a row you can't play a full three hours so all the shows are right around you know again very traditional lengths during mm-hmm. the house year so you know 225 or to 240, give or take. I think most of them came in right around a perfect two and a half hours. So, yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. And if you're, you know, if you're, uh, again, if you're playing five nights, you, you're not going to sprinkle in a, a 90 minute first set. You know what I mean? It's just yeah. not practical, practical. Right. And, and I think also it's probably a result of, I, I mean, looking at those set lists, it certainly seems like they set, you know, they sat down, mm-hmm. you know, over the however many days and weeks beforehand and, and mapped out the whole run. You know, I mean, maybe there's a few audibles here and there, but the, the way the set lists are structured, it really seems like they, they mapped it out. Yeah, the first night was 2.41. That was the longest. And then the second night was the shortest at 
Um, but compared to Mexico, it was 245, 259, 304, and 312 mm. in ascending order as the, as the week went on. So for a four-night run, not a residency, maybe that's the difference. Maybe when you switch to residency, you have to condense. Well, yeah, and I wonder, too, if, you know, it's a little more uh, rest rest and relaxation on the beaches of Mexico than in, in Manhattan. Sure. <laughs> But, uh, so, uh, did they leave any of any? I should know this. I should have done the research. Um, but did they leave big did, songs, big songs, the, or standard songs? Uh, I can, I can probably look that up. Um, but, um, but if you went to closed, all five shows, you shouldn't have been. You shouldn't walk away disappointed at the songs they did not play because they played pretty much. They played. They played all their hits. Yeah, I would say. Um, so let's see what the last. Um, no Big Willie Mammoth, no Makes Sense to Me, no Going Out West, um, no Cream Puff War, no Coconut, no Send Your Mind, no Mercy, no Arlene. Well, that's kind of a big Ooh, one to leave off. That is a big one. So is Big, um, Willie. So is big Willie Mammoth. Yeah, uh, Radio Child, Papa Legba, Heaven. Oh, see, okay. Well, then there are some um, big ones. Yeah, I'd say it's picking up the pieces, Gilded Splinters. Uh, they need to add a, a sixth show next year. Yeah, they can get there. Um, yeah, I'd say that's probably, yeah, no Genesis, no Vacation, uh, ain't no use. So That's quite a few. That's the so, whole show. Um, and they did I trust. Yeah, you, I could have put together another one. Yeah. <laughs> right. Um Okay, so then uh, later in the second set you get a uh a proving ground sandwich with the busted big, which is I guess maybe the first uh New York City shout out, um, which became sort of a theme through the through the five nights. Close the first set with Action Man. Um I will say, you know, there are sp- Sprinkled through this run, some some pretty average closers, <laughs> <laughs> um, but you know, again, I guess that's where you get uh, you know you can't use all your all your your closers in the closer position, right? You got to move them around. So um, then, uh, second set gets going with the big, uh, Stevens cat and with a with a big jam on the end of Stevens cat. Um, I don't know. I don't know if that it's the same, quite the same as like a time zones bust out, but um, <laughs> it actually, actually, I did listen to it, and it is really, it is pretty nice jam after mm-hmm. the song. So I think that's not one that they normally stretch out, but there's a nice uh, five or six minute jam into walk on, uh, which is pretty cool. And then um, after that, I guess is, is that where we get to our first? Uh, yeah. yeah, that's where our first sec- selection that we'll play here. So um, this is uh, the end of the, or I guess the middle of the second set of the first night from the Beacon Residency, February twenty seventh. Um, the open second set, Stevens Cat Walk On, and then we uh, roll into this.
right, first night of the Beacon Run, uh, sorry, residency. We've determined five nights as a residency. Uh, the middle of the second set, Blight into Help Me Somebody, into Fishwater, into Pilgrims. Uh, the I really enjoyed Blight School starting off with, what, I think the third verse mm-hmm. instead of the first one. And then while he's singing the second verse, basically saying to the crowd, uh apologizing for starting the song in the wrong place and then re-singing the third verse anyway. So it was pretty great. Um, It is amazing when you listen to the live streams, just how much better they sound than audience tapes right now. Oh God. I mean, it's like night and day really. Mm -hmm. It's like I listened to And when we get to my selection, I'll talk about that a little more, but you listen to the, uh, soundboards and like man everything just sounds great and crisp and there's so much detail and then you listen to the audience and again through no fault of the audience tapers at all but it's just you you, you miss a lot of the detail especially in the stage banter yeah we um we need to work on that partnership with nugs nugs.net i think ah yeah ongoing ongoing content that we can use for just use to share with everybody um so do you think is the as we talk about this sort of traditional uh set list structure is is fish water so that or is it so there's a big jam out of help me somebody mm-hmm. uh, and oftentimes back in the day when they would you know uh not do drums in a night there would be a you know sort of a big jam replacement so do you think that's that or do you think it's the fish water like drums breakdown qualifies as the drum replacement there I think it would probably fish water with the breakdown. Um, okay. It's in a, tra- a semi traditional uh, spot, spot for that. Right, yeah. um, three, three songs. Three after. songs after. Um, a lot of times it was probably just two, but yeah. I think that's what uh, it is. Yep. So good, uh, good closer, Pilgrim's Pusherman Conrad, and then uh, You Wreck Me, Tall Boy Encore, which is, you know, strong, but not, not crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, we moved to uh, tonight two and um, another sort of old school opener with uh, Wonder and Sue Brown can't get high, and then uh, another big jam this time on all time low. Um, and I listened to that one today, which is is really nice. Um, mm-hmm. So they they did some some cool exploring there, and um, and then a big uh, big bust out the uh, dark dark. Dark side program, dark day program, <laughs> dark, uh, dark star, not, stormwatch. Yeah. yeah. Um, so that is uh, 470 shows since July 9th, 2011. Let me. Um, I mean, do you do you know that song? Could you could you I if I played that song for you today, could you identify it? No. Okay. No, I could not. I mean, like if, I played, I, if I played that and Steven's cat, would you be able to say which one is which? Yes, I know Steven's okay. cat. Okay. Um, I can probably do the thing where I would. So if I were at the show and if I were writing down the set list, I would have it and then I'd be ready to write it. And then I'd probably put it back in my pocket or put it in my hand behind me and then wait and then listen intently. And then mm. I'd pick up on a lyric and then I'd be able to write it down. Cause there's nothing worse than having an incomplete set list at the end of the it's night. True. Yeah. Sure. Or God forbid a question mark in the middle. God forbid a question mark or even like, you know, love light jam question mark. Right. Yeah, yes. it's like, what are you? What's your point here? Why are you even doing this if you don't have that? So, um, I need talking points for when I go home and I post my review on Spreadnet. It's, right. it's just uh, notes to myself. They might not show up in the set list, 
but it was pretty clear that I thought that was a legitimate thank you for letting me be myself and not just the jam there. Um, so uh, another sort of odd first set closer here was Stop Breaking Down Blues. I don't think, I mean, that's not like a thing they do now, is it? That seems no, just I like don't a, think so. Yeah. Um, then uh, in the second set, you get a... Uh, a nice jam out of uh, sleeping man. And then uh, the, the band combo with Ophelia and shape I'm in. And then let's uh, teleport back to uh, 1999 for a 1999 love fest with the uh, surprise <laughs> Valley bears gone fishing, surprise Valley sandwich. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> I'm sure you listened to that again today too. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And then back to back sandwiches, uh, surprise yeah. Valley bears gone fishing, then driving song, Iana G driving song and then a uh don't want to lose you from uh the ball record right uh that is yeah that's a ball yeah. that's a ball that's a ball tune um and uh and then so is this uh is this it's not a flip the bird encore is it Blue yeah, Indian no, that's that's very 1990 uh late 98 uh 99 yeah, I'd encore. be pretty disappointed with that encore, though, I have to say. Yeah, you don't like Climb to Safety as much as I do. Yeah, no. or no. Blue Indian, really. I don't like uh, Blue Indian at all. Um, all right, so that's night two. So, you know, a couple, couple, uh, couple good moments, but, you know, uh, nothing nothing ridiculous. We moved into uh, night three, February 29th, and um, great opener, right? Wrangler walking, but no segue. What the... What the F is that? Uh-huh. I mean, how do you play Wrangler walking and not do a segue between them? That's crazy. Look at it. Um, but a couple nice jams uh, in the first set here, and then uh, a really good jam in the second set out of Black Eyed Blue, Blackout Blues uh, that leads into Airplane. Um, I forget what they had. They had a name for it on the uh, in the Nugs uh, set list. It was sounded very professional. It was, uh, let me see, a little real-time real time info here. It was the uh, jam in C-sharp. <laughs> uh, if only, so, we, knew, if only we knew music, we could identify such things. T- didn't, uh, didn't see that in 1999. No. <laughs> um, so then, uh, let's see, what other? Yeah, really the jam out of Black Eyed Blue is really good. And then uh, the Ride Me High Red Hot Mama. I have to say I appreciate this combo. I feel like I see it. It's not unusual. And just the the R the R M H into R H M on the yeah. set list is just that seems like such an inside joke. Because they I mean, otherwise do they I mean I guess they're both kind of uh the topic is a little similar, but yes. Um, topically partnered. Uh, yeah. I liked that they did this really, you know these two really nice songs with somewhere in time. And then there is a time from the, uh, the Dillard song from the Andy Griffith show and then follow it up with ride me high, red hot mama. Like, Oh, we did this really nice, these nice songs by nice boys in the middle of the second set. And then ride me high, red hot mama. So I like putting those two, those two pairs back to back like that. Yeah. And, um, then you know encore is uh is decent right mm-hmm. nothing mm-hmm. crazy um and uh i lost my place here i apologize so we're moving into what fourth night the first the first march first um 
So uh, the middle part is really nice of this first set. Uh, mm-hmm. like show on the road, ribs and whiskey, bill legged woman, honky red. That's a, that's a real nice, uh, one, two, three, four, um, there in the, uh, in the first set. I think that was the su- suggested inclusion, but didn't make the cut. And then, um, uh, another, another nod in New York city with hopeless world and following that up with postcard, kind of a cool one too. Um, and then, uh, this the second set. So I I am going to read this because this is like pre drums here for me is I'm not going to say like flawless setless construction, but it is. Uh, I don't know that I could do a whole lot better. I mean, within reason, right? I mean, I could certainly find six more like crazy out of this world songs to put, but like as far as like a normal set. So it's let's get down to business, little kin, disco diner, no sugar, Papa's home, unsplit Papa's home and the drums. So um you got the disco diner, you got let's get down to business, little kin, two of my favorite set openers back to back, and then uh and then the the unsplit Papa's. So that's uh that's pretty solid work for them. Uh pre pre drums night four. The uh, the disco diner no sugar is awesome. Um, mm. uh, really, just the disco diner so old school, <laughs> and then <clears throat> right towards the beginning of a set, and then the uncut papas, and then strong ending to that set. That set with protein drink and sewing machine, and then the, and the uh, first sort of real real yeah, bust the, out. Or no, I guess the dark effort, not including the dark day program bust out. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Going back to Halloween 2003 with a vicious uh, yeah. encore, which is uh, that's Lou Reed, right? It yes, it is Lou. Reed. Okay, um, and were you 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 weren't at that Madison Square Garden show, were you? No, no. Okay, okay, sorry. You yeah, were there. You were there. I was. Yeah, and I mean, yeah. in hindsight, you know, sort of surprised that I did because that's just not not something I would normally do, like just go to New York City. But um, that was my first time ever in the city. That show that was fun. I had a really good time actually. That that Halloween night show is really good. Mm-hmm. I'll, I would still listen to that. Um, so that's a cool song. Glad to see that come back mm-hmm. uh, in the in the New York New York residency. And then mm-hmm. um, night five, uh, they dip back to that show. Although I guess they've played. I want to be sedated a few times since yeah. it is a six times all time play, but the first time being that Halloween, 2003, same night as uh, vicious. But, um, I having listened, listening to this, I didn't realize that JB sings it now. Mm. And apparently that changed. Um, I listened to, so they played it 2003. Then they played it twice in Oh five. And then it came back in, 2014 Halloween 2014 and that I think is when JB started singing it so the first three times were Jojo and then he came back in 14 and then again Halloween 16 and then the show uh, I have to say I kind of think Jojo's I mean I don't know it's just sort of sloppy for a punk song it sort of works better I think mm-hmm. um, but anyway um, other highlight first set of this um the, is a really big last straw, uh, yeah. which I always enjoy. Um, and then um, another, then a big rock, which is great. Again, like the mm-hmm. like a big stop go. You get a big rock in the first set. Uh, that puts a smile on your face. And then a uh, a traditional, 
a textbook first set closer with Jack and Love Tractor. I'd like to go back and see how many times those two songs pair to close the first set. I mean, mm-hmm. I think it's at least half dozen, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, second set, um, I talked to a buddy of mine who who went to the third, fourth, and fifth shows of the five night run. Mm-hmm. And uh, he said that one of his highlights was the waker, which I can't get used to that being one, a bust out or two, a highlight in a show. I mean, are we, am I just missing the bus here? Does he have kids? He does not have kids. No. Okay. See, I have de- developed this theory that the return of waker, um, was met with great, um, enthusiasm by people that used to see the band a lot and hear that song a lot, but have since, you know, grown older and in theory matured and had kids. And then, so since it's, you know, about Mikey's son, then maybe that would be why, but your friend doesn't have kids. So there you go. guess that theory got blown up, but it is weird that it would ever be a highlight. Um, you know, it's a quaint little song. I just don't think yeah, it's that it's big fine. of a deal. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, and then I guess we get to your selection, right? Yeah. So I really, <clears throat> this was the first only. So you, st- you straight skip the Waker Encore and move to the next song. So good for you. Yeah. Or no, okay. I guess Pigeons. There was a Pigeons. Pigeons the- is good, but I, you know, for, for time's sake, I wanted to keep it a little bit short. So like, kind of like you, I chose the middle of a second set, um, section after Pigeons, which starts off with Hatfield. Um, again, I just think these ver- these older songs just keep getting better and better. They're more and more they're they're different i mean the structure stays the same but a lot more exploring and just jimmy in this version in particular is just on uh, on his game so let's get going with it second set fifth night of a five night residency at the beacon theater get started with hatfield
All right. Final night of the Five Night Residency at the Beacon Theater, March 2nd, 2020, in the middle of the second set, Hatfield, Impossible, and St. X. Um, again, we were talking before about this difference between listening to the show live when it's happening and on the soundboard and then listening to it later on the audience tapes. JB is Hatfield rap. I don't know if you paid much attention to it. It was It's pretty hilarious. Um, he again refers to Hatfield's mama as a big, beautiful German lady, which I've heard him do before. Um, I believe at more than one time he's they've give um, she gives them beers. Yeah, that's yeah, what, of course it is when it's hot outside. Yes, but this time apparently they would. That's where they would. Everybody would head. Everybody would go to her house to play after school, mm-hmm. and they would play cops and robbers, mm-hmm. cowboys and Indians, and then. The whole repertoire of games little little kids play. And then he like <laughs> mutters something after that and said, But we fancied rat patrol. Twelve o'clock high. Ice station zebra. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, whoa. So JB was going deep. Yeah. Um, rat patrol is a show that was on in this late sixties and it's like a World War II action drama. So it's like an actual World War II show as opposed to like Hogan's Heroes, which is still baffles my mind that it's like this comedy about American prisoners in a German POW camp. (laughs) Um, But it's funny, right? Um, 12 o'clock high and then ice station zebra, which is a cold war submarine movie with rock Hudson in it, actually. So these are all things that JB would have, you know, watched in syndication probably after school. Or something like that. Right. Um, But good references that don't make him seem old at all. Um, The Hatfield itself is great, but right at the 12-minute mark of Hatfield is when Jimmy takes it to a whole other Hmm. place and just starts doing some of the best playing I've heard him that I can recall him doing. I mean, just very distinct, very distinct theme, very clean, again, efficient playing and just fantastic. So I think this is something that I'm starting to realize. And maybe it's like, you know, watching all these guitar teacher reacts videos, but like, I think, you know, certainly Jimmy Herring has played lots of really, truly like transcendent solos in his life. Um, It's not like he stopped knowing how to do that when he joined widespread panic. But I do think that there has been, and I don't think it's taken honestly, you know, 14 years, but um, in some ways though, I think he has continued to grow into the role, right. And learn how to, especially because of the way Mikey played was so different. Right. Mm -hmm. And um, how to, to keep that feel, but also, you know, play within the, the space of the song and not just go like, intergalactic every single time right yeah. uh, it just it has its place for this band so um yeah that's why i mean i just yeah those um those solos the like five years ago i might not have really been into mm-hmm. you know like or, or that space where he tried it would have done, tried to do something and just wouldn't have done it for me um yeah i agree with that and then the intro and the going into impossible is very cool because you can hear impossible coming for a good couple three minutes before it actually gets there and i always that's always a good a good um song to know you have on the horizon too right start the rumble starts to pick up right um it was kind of cool because they did the got built to the sound and then comes to a complete stop and then like it's 
it's just kind of quiet mm-hmm. and then the guitar part comes in so it was very cool uh the jam into saint x was pretty good and uh saint x is a song that i still don't like the title but i guess it is it historically accurate title uh I, yeah i guess uh, yeah. <laughs> there was a real person i think yeah. yes well anyway um but a pretty good version of that and a pretty strong way to close out the the uh the shows at the beacon with tie your shoes and uh, nobody's loss is an interesting choice yeah i mean i was gonna say i would just i mean i think this whole second well, set up to i think the closer yeah. is a big yuck well, i mean honestly yeah. i'm sorry I had forgotten what was after tie your shoes until I looked at it and said, yeah. yes, it is. a You don't like North. I like North, but no, and this is, I, I feel terrible because I, I love Jerry Joseph and I sound like I'm just a shitting on him. Cause I've said claim climb to safety and North are, are not good closers, but um, I don't know. I, I don't, I really don't like how um, I don't like really how Herring sounds on North. Like that's part of the problem. I think I like the song more, um, you know, pre 2002, but, mm-hmm. um, anyway, I guess I feel like you're ending the five night run. You can come something a little stronger than nobody's lost North, but man, what do I know? What do you, what do you know? You have a widespread panic podcast. So I guess uh, that's yeah. true. Um, um, and did the, but did the encore make up for it at all for you? Did yeah, you no, that's it? a, that's a, that's a thumbs up encore. I think that's probably the best encore of the, of the run. Um, and you get a little I trusted you tease before City of Dreams, which mm-hmm. adds to it. But that's yeah, that's that's strong. And again, another touch that song first played at uh, Halloween 2003, Madison Square Garden. So you had, I guess, three songs, right? That were debuted that night, played during mm-hmm. this five night run uh, and all sort of, you know, have contact with with New York City. Mm-hmm. Um, and I guess I didn't re- I didn't realize I was talking heads one two either i don't know why that didn't strike me so very very new york again yeah yeah um so yeah so all in all um i think you know they did well right i mean it's certainly not uh um ground you know earth shattering right but um some really really good playing and you know strong shows start to finish Mm -hmm. yeah it was i you know i guess i'd I didn't know what the expectations would be or were so much. Um, and I, you know, unlike most people that aren't as critical as we are, I'm sure they were met by everybody. You know, I think the, can they do five shows without repeating? Obviously that was something we you knew that they could knock off the list, but then they sort of settled on a, on a format for all five shows, which was very traditional. And, you know, again, it, it's, they got Chicago coming up here in a few weeks and, think is have they put anything else on the schedule officially besides that um austin. no i don't believe so there's uh yeah austin, yeah, austin. um i yeah. saw a rumor about the palace at the uh, late summer early fall that would be nice but uh, hold not hope um but again like and then they'll obviously do milwaukee in october so but it's a uh you just always wonder what people's expectations are for these things and i think the Milwaukee has seems to have its feel for what kind of run it's like. The Mexico run seems to have its feel for what it's like. Obviously, Halloween and New Year's are their own separate thing. But if this beacon becomes a regular occurrence or you know semi regular occurrence, it'll see we should see how it evolves. Mm-hmm. Um, and if it starts to get its own identity, um, like some of the other runs do. I guess they also have the Tundasa show coming up. Um, oh yeah, 
in the spring too. So it looks looks like a great festival this year. Yeah, a lot, a lot of good bands. Um, okay. Uh, anything else you want to share with the people? Nope. Thanks everybody for joining us. We'll talk to you soon with uh, episode one hundred. make a mention um if you don't mind when you when you count in mm-hmm. like I, I think it was the last episode you were like three two one so when you did the blah blah blah, blah, blah and it's like okay. it's sort of it's not sort of the opposite of the point <laughs> of counting in pro tips radio pro tips You're like literally making it harder yeah you know, sorry but, all right it's all good no it's all good <laughs> Three.
Two. Oh, here we go. Yeah. One. Uh huh. 